Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Take care. Be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Money is deceptive. Seems so valuable, right, by definition. It promises so much. It invites us to chase it, to cherish it, to trust it. It's both a salutary reminder and a strange irony that on all our bills and all our coinage, it says, in God we trust. It is so easy for money to become a god. But the man who thinks that money can secure him happiness and well-being is a fool. Are you a fool? What is life for? What in this life is truly worthwhile? Many spend their lives in fretting over trifles and in getting things that have no solid ground. I shall strive to win a treasure that will bring me lasting pleasure and that now is seldom found. Can you imagine coming to the end of your life, whether you're 30 or 50 or 90 at the time, coming to the end of your life and sitting in quietness and reflecting back the things that you spent your time on, the things that you set your heart on, the things that you put first? Can you imagine sitting in that moment and hanging your head in regret and shame and saying to yourself, you fool. You fool. It's not a pleasant thought. And how much worse to imagine coming to the end of your life and having that end announced to you in the moment by God himself, beginning with the word fool. Fool. This night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? You fool. In the Gospel reading, Jesus has been teaching his disciples and teaching the crowds about the kingdom of heaven. He has been warning them that in this life, as his disciples in this world, they may encounter many threats and much opposition, perhaps even martyrdom, but that they need not fear. For God the Father cares for them deeply. Even the hairs on their head are numbered and known to him. One day Jesus himself will acknowledge them before the angels of heaven, and the Holy Spirit will help them and guide them. And as Jesus is speaking these great promises, these great hopes, as he is calling men to himself, to a kingdom, to eternal life, to trust and discipleship, someone in the crowd steps forward and says, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Really, Jesus must have thought. That's basically what he says to the man. Really, 
That's the kind of judge and arbiter you think I've come to be. A greater, fairer share of earthly wealth. That's the kind of help you think that you should come and seek in me. Be on your guard against all kinds of covetousness, Jesus warns him and the crowd. This word covetousness in the Greek, pleonexias, the lexicon defines as greediness, insatiableness, avarice, covetousness. Literally, it says, a desire to have more. Be on guard, Jesus warns them and us. Be on guard, because your heart is so easily seduced by this idol, having, getting, accumulating, saving, buying, investing, planning, securing, preserving, maintaining money, possessions. Be on your guard. Jesus illustrates the danger and the foolishness of this by telling a little story. There was a rich farmer and he had some banner years, some bumper years. Everything he was aiming for, everything that he was working for and striving for, exactly the way that he hoped things would turn out, that's just how they went, and even better. Exactly the point which he was hoping to get to, that's where he had arrived. His crops and flocks, plentiful, total success. His biggest challenge was just figuring out how to handle all of this bounty and all of this wealth. But that wasn't such a problem. He'd just build bigger barns. And the man said to himself, Self, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Rest yourself. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God came and said to him, Fool. This night, this night, you do not have many years. Tonight this ends. Tonight your life in this world is over. These fools, God must say to himself in heaven, these fools and their money, they dream that somehow money will bring security and peace. Self, rest yourself, relax. They dream that money will bring on the feasting and bring an end to the fretting. Eat, drink, be merry. But what a stupid dream. What a foolish confidence. Money cannot be your God. Money may promise peace and rest, but it doesn't give them. Not to you. That's the thing about covetousness, which infects your heart. It is, by definition, restless. It always thinks, if I only had more, now I could rest, but it never has enough. Pleonexias, insatiableness, a desire to have more. No matter how much I get, I will always be tormented with the idea that somehow I would be better off with more. And then, as Jesus points out in this story, there is death. Self, the man said, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Rest yourself, eat, drink, and be merry. That's the dream. But what a stupid dream. What foolish confidence. Money cannot be your God because death exposes it to be finally powerless, worthless. 
We had a presenter on campus yesterday who shared a quote from the famous English scientist Robert Boyle. It's a great quote. Boyle wrote, we should endeavor to remember that those who feast themselves today may themselves prove feasts for the worms tomorrow. Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? You can't take it with you. The cliché is a cliché for a reason, because it is so obviously, so consistently, so unavoidably true. What Jesus Christ has come to bring is truly so much greater than your next $100, or than your next million, or than the share of the inheritance that you think that your brother is not rightly dividing with you. So don't be a fool, for thus it will be for the man who lays up treasure for himself, but is not rich toward God. Look carefully, then, how you walk, St. Paul writes to the Ephesians, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, for the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, he says, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And our Lord's will is this. Live in thanksgiving and contentment, for your Father cares for you, and he has promised to provide for your needs. Live in generosity, sharing God's love with others by sharing your earthly blessings. And be rich. Be rich, dear friends, with respect to God. For silver and gold could never have redeemed you from sin and death, but you have been bought by the holy, innocent, precious blood of God's Son. United with him in baptism, you have been made heirs with him of a glorious kingdom, an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you for now, but soon to be revealed on the day of his coming. In Jesus Christ, we will truly and finally find rest. In Jesus Christ, we will be welcomed to feasting that will never end. In Jesus, who made himself poor, we, no matter how poor, are made rich. In Jesus, we poor fools find forgiveness for our stupidity, for our idolatry, and we hear a voice calling us to wisdom and to a wiser path of life. I read a Facebook post early this morning from a former student about his little boy it was a pretty great post. He wrote, Lying in bed with W as he's falling asleep for the night. We prayed, talked a little about daddy's being a pastor. He fell asleep. Then he whispers a takeaway point from last week's VBS. Jesus cares now and forever. And this dad then rejoiced, with Jesus in these words, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. To know Jesus' care, to 
to know Jesus' rest, to know Jesus' love and mercy, to know Jesus, and to be an heir of all that Jesus has come to give. That little boy has something far better than all money and earthly wealth, and so do we. Today we feast with our Savior at this altar. Come, find rest for yourself. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we feast with him in his kingdom. Amen. <laughs>